think we're going to have a very successful offseason when it comes to free agents. Welcome to the Knicks Bait Podcast. Home of zest, fun, stupid takes in a blunt's worth of time. We watch the game so you don't have to. Dougie Fresh, how you feeling? I'm horrified to see my screen time report after today's NBA trade deadline. Thumbs going, thumbs moving. We didn't end up doing shit. And I'm okay with that. That's fine. <laughs> All for not. All for not. D-Boy, how you feeling? You're, I'm disappointed. Julius Randle didn't try to fight anybody. Not a ref. Not an opposing scrub. No one. He's got that big do-rag energy. Speaking of big do-rag energy, a former do-rag wearer himself, Sad Monty, here we are, doing this thing. Nick's bait, baby. Final score, Bridges, 106. Sorcerers, 102. Wild suit, crisscross. The law of averages reared its head in the second half. I love math. And R.J. Barrett. We're going to get into quick hits. Quick hits. A big comeback dub against the stumbling wizard squad. Let's give out some flowers. The Kaiden Randall, who's your daddy, most valuable player, goes to the 20-year-old burgeoning leader, R.J. Barrett. He scored nine of his 24 in the fourth, willing the Knicks back from a 17-point deficit. The Alexei Shved UFO award goes to the pride of Israel, Denny Advija, for taking on Mitchell Robinson and only hitting the top of the backboard on his drive in the third. Makole, Denny. The Why is Alfred Payton our starting point guard award goes to Alfred Payton. The Gretna, Louisiana native finished with four turnovers, no assists, and a team low minus 15. The Bill Murray Groundhog Day trophy goes to Alec Burks, who enjoyed his fourth consecutive 20-point outing off the bench. And the sad stat of the game, before going four of six from deep in the final period, the Knicks shot 15% from behind the arc in the first three quarters. This day in Sad Knicks history, March 25th, 2014, Los Angeles 127, New York 96. The Knicks gave up a franchise record 51 points in the third quarter. Carmelo started the game 0 for 7. Xavier, who? Henry had a team and career high of 22. And Nick Young went 5 of 6 from three-point range, his one miss becoming a gif or a meme or whatever the internet uses to make fun of the Knicks nowadays. In today's trade deadline, no news was good news for the New York Knicks. They did make one small alteration, shipping out Austin Rivers in a deal headlined by George Hill heading from OKC to Philadelphia, with Leon Rose netting two second-round picks and Terrence Turd Ferguson. Austin will always be remembered for his war on jazz and his press conference declaration that the Knicks no longer suck. The front office walked away when the asking price for Lonzo Ball got just a bit too steep, but rest assured, World Wide West and LeVar Ball have all intentions of tampering this summer. Will the Knicks end up using their cap space to march to the beat of a a different Drummond. Beal inside the lane, threw it behind him. Here comes Barrett. One man to beat. It's Beal. Barrett inside. He's fouled and one. RJ Barrett with a chance for a three-point play. Barrett has them fired up. In what was mostly a boring trade deadline, the Knicks, despite the media hoopla, did nothing. Restraint was and is still the theme of the new front office, and none of it seems to matter because Rowan Alexander Barrett Jr. is taking a leap. 
This roster is the one we are betting on to make the playoffs, and a massive part of that is our 20-year-old budding star. Tonight, he was the guy who pulled the Knicks back to life, a role we are beginning to become more familiar with. How far can this team go with RJ taking a bigger role? RJ looks great. He's getting props from all of the big stars in the league. We could maybe make it to the sixth seed and be a competitive, fun, winning, words that aren't associated with the Knicks team. What you saw tonight was pure composure out of RJ Barrett. Randall was on the exercise bike RJ brought the whole team back to life and said, yo, it's winning time right now. Randall has had some games where his composure's been a little bit off. You know, he's been up and down emotionally. And having RJ come out tonight and show that, listen, man, I'm an absolute leader here. You guys work through me. You give me the ball. I'll make the decisions. I'll find you. That's what's impressed me the most about him. Since the All-Star break, RJ has turned a corner. But does Tibbs trust RJ? As we've seen multiple times throughout the year, injuries are the thing that forced Tibbs to make changes. So with Randall out in a key moment, the playmaking was clearly falling on RJ's shoulders. Quickly was out there as the nominal point guard, but it was time for RJ to get in the paint. So bigger picture, I, I like the fact that it's clear to us as fans and clear to the rest of the team that RJ is Robin right now. What's it going to take for him to become Batman? That's the real question. And will Julius Randall give up the stranglehold of being the guy on the team? Because you're right, none of tonight would have happened if Randall was there. And Randall, I'll give him props when he deserves props, hit two clutch shots tonight for really the first time this season to put a game away. But how much can RJ stretch himself and how much will Randall give him the room to do so? Randall is on his own path to maturation that runs concurrently with RJ's. RJ's jumped into this thing behind Randall on, on the sort of pecking order, but Randall is now figuring out how to become a leader on the fly. So what I really love tonight and what I've seen a couple of times throughout the year is that Randall decided, listen, I don't really have it going, but there's gonna be moments where I do need to step up. So I save myself for those moments. He has the humility and presence of mind in certain games to do that. What is RJ's maximum cap here? Because we can't just think about what's happening this season or possibly next season with Julius Randle or even four years down the road if we extend Julius Randle. What is the cap we're going to get out of RJ Barrett? If we're talking about rings here, if we're talking about championships, RJ Barrett needs a running partner that is also elite. But you didn't answer the question there. The question was, what is his cap? Do you see him as elite? Do you see him getting a Tim Horton uh, sponsorship deal that pushes Dunkin' Donut out of New York City? There's a number of things when you put it all together that make RJ different. Okay, the combination is what makes him different. The versatility, finishing at all three levels, which he's shown at various points throughout the year that he's been able to do. The defense, taking on the challenge night in and night out. Tonight it was Bradley Beal getting locked down. Who could it be next? And the presence of mind, the mental fortitude. That's what makes this young guy different. He can't even buy alcohol yet. He's got to bust out the McLovin ID to get himself, you know, a, a, a Modelo. RJ's on his way. He has a long way to go before he actually inserts himself in the conversation we're putting him in now. And I'm not ready 
to give him the keys to the kingdom that RJ will be a 12-time All-Star and a first ballot Hall of Famer. I disagree. RJ in five years is going to be a top 10 player. Let me be wrong or right for once. Roll that. Light that. Smoke that. It's time for Blunter. Russell Westbrook. He still snarls and plays with the aggression of a man who eats raw meat and does karate in the dark. He wants all of the smoke. His energy and force is unrelenting, both positive and negative. He's not here to make friends. He's here to bludgeon opponents into submission and then turn a fierce Luke on the runway. His valuation as a Hall of Famer is complicated. Yeah, MVP. Yeah, average triple doubles. But he'll shoot you out of a game with clanker after clanker from three. And has anyone been traded for and with first rounders in a span of a few years? I respect his ferocious approach to the game, but want no part of the Russell Westbrook experience. We hope you all enjoyed your Knicks bait. And remember, this year's Knicks have only won 30% of their games against teams 500 or better. better.